Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we enter the book of Mark at the beginning of chapter 4, where, as Pastor Jim will point out, marks a turning point in Jesus' ministry. What was the turning point? His teaching style shifted. He started teaching in parables, and he did so for reasons he explained plainly to his disciples. But didn't teaching in parables make his points more difficult to understand? Yes, it did. Well, then why did he choose to obscure his teaching in this way at this time? Well, it has something to do with the recent response of the people, and especially the religious leaders, to his teaching and miracles. You might even say it was a consequence of their rejection of him. And as Jesus goes to the sea and takes his place on a boat just offshore to teach these huge crowds, Pastor Jim will explain. Here is today's slice of the message entitled, The Kingdom of Heaven Today. For this morning, I would like you to uh, take a moment and just kind of look around the room. It's even okay if you do it. But think about for sure about who's here. Think about the people who are in this room with you. Nearly everyone you see here has undergone a radical change. As a matter of fact, the people that you see, I know by the world standards, probably look pretty much like normal people. But there's much more to them than you can see just by looking because you're looking at a room full of Christians, people who have been born again, people who are saved from their sins. And today I want you to focus on something else about us, another way of thinking about us. We should probably be carrying passports because uh, we are not right now in our homeland. Remember not too far back we studied 1 Peter and 2 Peter and that book starts out with these words, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who reside as aliens. And then he lists where those people happen to have been scattered. Now why does Peter call us aliens? Well, it's because our citizenship is no longer of this world. You go to Colossians chapter 1 verse 13 and you have the theological description of why we are aliens. For he that is Jesus rescued us from the domain of darkness or the kingdom of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Now if you've been with us you know that we're working our way through the gospel according to Mark and you know that we have finished chapter 3. As we come to chapter 4, we need to talk about the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. They're interchangeable terms. And we need to talk about what that means today because I want you to understand the, the backbone of Mark chapter 4. It, it comes at a turning point in the ministry of Jesus. Uh, now, you may think, well, we're only 
three chapters into a 16-chapter book, so we must be about 20% of the way through the life of Jesus, but actually, or through the ministry of Jesus, but actually we're a lot closer to the end than we are to the beginning. This is a turning point at which we arrive when we come to chapter 4. It is the time when the rejection of Jesus by the spiritual leaders of the Jews, primarily the Pharisees and their scribes, had reached its zenith. Now they have, well, they've been thinking it for a long time, but now they've gone public, they've announced that everything Jesus did, He does by the power of Satan. And so they have sort of finalized their own rejection. And as the representatives of the leadership of the Jews, that was a turning point in Jesus' ministry. From now on, He shifts His manner of public teaching And he starts teaching only in parables. The question is, why? And and how do we understand what he's saying? So think of this as an introduction to Mark chapter 4. We will touch on a couple of verses there, but we're going to actually start doing the exposition of that chapter next Lord's Day. But today, I want you to look at the kingdom of heaven today. And I've got a three-point outline for you just to help organize your thoughts. First, I want you to see seven facets of the kingdom diamond, then why Jesus used parables, and then I want to explain what parables are. Now, don't forget the message of Jesus from the start. We're told over in Matthew's Gospel, Matthew chapter 4, 17, that as as soon as He appeared in public, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus preached the kingdom. Oh, by the way, John the Baptist said, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's true because the king was at hand. The Gospels, uh, especially Matthew, also Mark, and to a lesser extent Luke, contain many parables about the kingdom of heaven. And we're going to start seeing these. Some of them deal with the nature of the kingdom right now. Some of them deal with the nature of the king. Some of them deal with the nature of the subjects of the kingdom. And the first of these parables is crucial. It's sort of the the key that helps us see all of them, and it lays out the big picture. And next week, Lord willing, we will look at that first parable. But I want you to bolster your understanding of the overall teaching of the Bible especially the the New Testament, and especially about the theme of the kingdom program of God. This is one of my favorite kinds of Sundays where I get to do pretty much the whole Bible. All right? But we will get out in time for the picnic. Don't worry about that. Mark chapter 4 begins this way, just the first verse and a half. It says, He began to teach again by the sea... And such a very large crowd gathered to him that he got into a boat in the sea and sat down, and the whole crowd was by the sea on the land, and he was teaching them many things in parables. Now, next time we'll talk more about the specifics of that situation. We've seen this scene already where the the crowds are just pressing on Jesus. We saw last time that he so that he couldn't even eat a meal. And so he went down by the shore of the the, the Sea of Galilee and and got in a boat so he could create kind of an amphitheater there and be able to um, talk to more people. But today I want to show you in Jesus's own words why 
Starting that day, he spoke so much in parables. For, for now, I, to get you started, I, I want to give you a big picture of something. Just suppose that I could hand you a diamond so big you'd need both hands to hold it. Now, I'd, I'd, I'd love to do that. We're not that kind of church, though, that, um, not the prosperity gospel things. But use your, use your thinking cap. Think about this. Imagine you hold a gigantic diamond in your hand. And, and I, hold, I want you to hold it up to the light there so you can begin to see the facets of this diamond. And I want to introduce you to seven facets of the kingdom diamond. Seven aspects of this overall kingdom program of God. Facet number one. Well, it starts at the beginning. God is the sovereign king of the universe. As king, God is always in control. He always has been. He always will be. Where do we get that idea? Well, you have to start at the first verse of your Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The entire universe is the creation of God. It is all for His glory. He owns it and He runs it. And He will bring it to its intended conclusion. All through the process, He is in charge. Psalm 10.16, The Lord is King forever and ever. Psalm 29.10, The Lord sat as King at the flood. Yes, the Lord sits as King forever. Now, what's significant about that? Well, the flood wasn't a good day for earth. Okay? In His judgment... He is in charge. Uh, some people get the idea that you know, there's, God kind of has good days and bad days, and on the bad days He has to judge things. He, he's good, as we sing, all the time. He is in charge, and that was His doing even back at the flood. Psalm 47 and verse 7, For God is the King of all the earth. Sing praises with a skillful song. Psalm, Psalm 103, 19, The Lord has established His throne in the heavens and His sovereignty rules over all. So, as you think about the kingdom program of God, facet number one, God is the king of the universe. That's indisputable. It's never changed. Now, it's indisputable. That doesn't mean people don't dispute it because they reject the idea of being accountable to someone. But God is the king. Facet number two of the kingdom diamond. The earth is a temporarily revolted territory within God's universe. Satan is a less powerful rival king. He is a usurper. He now has a a certain rule over the earth. He's called the prince of the power of the air. He's called the the god of this world. And so uh, he has this certain control, but he's never able to overcome the power of God. He is never able to ultimately destroy his reign. He has a losing hand, if you will, but he's playing it out to the end. Satan and his demons and all men and women who follow Him, are in rebellion against God's rule. Now, what we just saw at the end of Mark chapter 3, you can tell that Jesus was thinking in this way as well, of rival kingdoms, because Jesus spoke of Satan's influence in the world as a kingdom. In Mark chapter 3, starting in verse 23, He says, How can Satan cast out Satan? 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.